Hi, welcome back to Life in All Chapters. I'm Brandy Tabor. I'm Amanda Henson. And we'd like to officially welcome you back. We've been off the grid for a little while. The holidays had us crazy. and oh, It was crazy. I Next year, we're going to book a hiatus during do the some, holidays. Just, yeah. You know. Do, do Maybe do a little pre-recording if we yeah. have to. Sorry we missed you guys so much. We've been talking about how to get back in gear and get things going again. So today we're going to get hit right back to the schedule to episode 7, which is Meaning and Purpose of Life. Um, I'm going to apologize in advance because I have a feeling my dogs might ch- chime in here in a little while to let us know they're done eating. But that's their purpose in life, you know, get their mom's attention and play. So anyway, so Meaning and Purpose of Life, Amanda, what... What has bringing, been bringing you purpose and meaning lately that has kept us away from this? Well, I do. I like to do things for people. Mm-hmm. I, I do things for people a lot. And you put off things that you enjoy, like the podcast, to do yes. those things for people. Yes, I do. I do. Because that gives, I mean, this, this is for the people, too. It but is. That but that gives you an instant, measurable. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. something to look me- at. It does, and it makes me happy to do. And I mean, people can't control when they need things, right? You know, so. And it's it seems that people need more around the holidays. Absolutely, depression is worse, and the grief is worse, and it is. And it's not all needing know, things. I mean, just schedules. Finances are worse. <laughs> yes, and everything's due. There's like a lot of deadlines this time. Yeah. You know what? Speaking of due, who the heck decided that property taxes would be due in December? I don't know. It's the same. I live in a lake community, and our assessments are due also. So that's an extra $1,000. Yeah. You know, because I own a lot of toys. You know, our assessments aren't that high. But good Lord. Like, yeah. property taxes, assessments, Christmas. Mm-hmm. Birthdays. Every, yeah. Every, I know. You yeah. know, springtime, kids' birthday. Springtime came around, people got busy, and then there's a lot of babies born in December. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> kids' birthdays are getting cheaper, though. I'm spending a dollar on them every time I see them. Yeah. I haven't spent any money. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I the birthday thing, whew, and the kids, teenagers are expensive. Oh, Lord. You're telling me. I'm kind of glad they're coming into their own adulthood areas because they're getting a little cheaper. But yeah, you know, when, they do a little for the, their The issue, though, is because I know from my experience, when I did need help from my parents after, let's say, the age of 20, it always ended up being expensive. Yeah, it's not usually 20 bucks when right. you're... <laughs> It was always, I really need help. Yeah. So hopefully we'll be able to help them if they need Absolutely. Anything. That's the dream, isn't it? I don't know what really has been keeping me away. I have been learning a lot. Purpose for me is getting knowledge and sharing knowledge. That yes. is my purpose in life, and it gives my life meaning. And so I've been doing some shadow work. So things, the darker side of me, the parts that I don't necessarily like and reflecting as part of part of my spiritual journey that I've been on, which if you guys listen to previous podcasts or want to go back, you'll know about that. But as part of that journey, I started doing some shadow work and really getting in touch with the darker side of me, the part of me that maybe I don't show the world or maybe things that people do see in me that I may not necessarily see in myself because I don't want that characteristic or something. Absolutely. So one of the, where was I going with this? What you've been doing. Oh, so I've been doing some shadow work, but I had a point that I brought it up and it had something to do with meaning and purpose. Oh, so 
one of my shadow things is that I like being right. And everybody knows that about me. You know, that's not a secret that I enjoy being right. But it was to me because I guess denial plays a huge role in that. We see ourselves the way we want to be. Right. And I was, you know, I was sitting there and I'm thinking, it's so true that I enjoy being right. And I'm working on that. I don't think that that's a bad thing. I think how you portray it can be a bad thing. Yes. If that makes sense. But... Self-reflection gives me meaning and purpose in life, I think, but mainly learning and giving education and sharing knowledge, not just giving knowledge that I have, but getting that knowledge from other people, which is why I'd like to hear from some of our listeners. I would too. You know, I haven't checked my email. That's the only email I use now, so yeah. I haven't I haven't received anything. Our, our emails are our first name at Life in All Chapters, so Brandy at Life in All Chapters.com and Amanda at Life in All Chapters.com should you want to reach out to us. Plus, we have our Facebook page. Yes. So, and you can Facebook message that, and we should see it at some point, or you can just go on, like us, and post. So, and I did post something on our Facebook page recently. I think it was about human trafficking. Just because it was, mm-hmm. oh, I just wanted yeah. awareness, you know. I did come up with a plan for content management of that, by the way, which we That's can talk great. about. That adds more purpose to our life. Absolutely. Um, so. It's my catchphrase, apparently. I've said it like three times mm-hmm. in there. One of the things, TJ and I were talking about this. God, it's been a while ago. And we were talking about meaning and purpose of life. And he made the comment that it's propaganda. Which I believe he's right in some aspects. But I'm 100% believe that people do need meaning and purpose in life. Because we start to get frail and we start to fail when we don't have that. Even if that meaning and purpose comes from socialization. I feel like you're both right. Yeah. But when it comes to the push for you want to find your true meaning, call this number and sign up for these. Like people use it as propaganda. Absolutely. That's what I was thinking. He's right. But also, he's wrong because you need meaning and purpose. Everybody needs meaning Mm -hmm. and purpose. I just think that the propaganda shows us that we have to reach so high for our meaning Mm -hmm. and purpose. Your meaning and purpose could simply be to mate all your socks. (laughs) If that is, and I mean that seriously, you know, if that's That's not my meaning and purpose. But I mean, if that's if that's like a source of stress in your life, Mm -hmm. like if you're just constantly thinking about that basket of socks that need to be mated that you've been ignoring for months, Mm -hmm. then maybe your purpose for the week or whatever is to mate those socks, and that's awesome. And that brings up a very good point: is that meaning and purpose doesn't have to be something extravagant. It doesn't have to be Hollywood meaning and purpose. You're out there. Getting a cure for cancer, which is a great meaning and no, purpose. No, but you know what? But if that's not your meaning and purpose, that's okay. And it can change day to day, moment to moment. And your meaning and purpose could very well be to cure cancer. But your meaning and purpose for the time being is to fold those socks. Because if you don't, you won't mm-hmm. stop thinking about them. Therefore, you cannot come up with the cure for cancer. Because you're hyper-focused on some of the other smaller things in our life. Like What I'm getting at is I think that we have more than one meaning and more than one purpose. It's not... And it's fluid. It can fluctuate. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I think that some people believe, like, once you have a purpose or a meaning, that you fulfill that and that's it. Which can be kind of scary and almost be, like, uh, self-destructive. Right. Because you're not going to want to fulfill your purpose if you think... 
that that's all you have in life. So once you've fulfilled your meaning or your purpose, that that's it for you. I think that that happened to me now that you bring that up. When, when I finished my master's degree, my, I was driven for, to do, you know, the terminal degree in my field and working on my doctorate, working on the, you know, this degree and that degree, everyone took me to the next level. Well, when you get to the terminal degree and you're working on that doctorate and you're, you, you get to the end of those courses and you're like, now what? Now what? And my purpose was to become as educated as possible. And then I froze because in my mind, at, you know, that degree took me to that point. But I had to shift that mindset to realize, first off, I tell everybody, and I know that the only thing that all of that education taught me is where to find information. Yes. It did not... I, it probably taught me that I knew a lot less than what I thought I did, to be honest. So those are probably the two biggest lessons I had. But I still had that mindset that I had to shift that your knowledge expansion, your obtaining wisdom, that is ongoing. And just because you have this degree or that degree or you've, you've gotten this certification or you've become the expert in whatever your craft is, whether you have an education, um, secondary education or not, whether you have a primary education or not, it doesn't matter. Once you get to that expert level and you're recognized as that, it doesn't mean that you stop learning. It doesn't mean that you stop with that purpose to obtain wisdom and knowledge. And I had to shift my mindset and but I knew that I still had to force myself to shift a mindset. I know, and that's the that's the strange thing about it. And I don't I don't understand it. I don't understand I how you can conscious. know something and still not do right. it. Right. I think it's your conscious and your subconscious like battling. You know, I our, we we talk about our brains and well, you know, follow, your your brain is logical. Blah blah blah. Your brain is literally trying to figure out the world around it twenty four seven. Yes. Even while you sleep, it. Its whole job is to figure out the world around you so that it can elicit your physical and emotional responses. And we're learning all the time. Yeah. So you're, just because your brain tells you something doesn't mean that it's right. No, but You are a programmed individual. Yes, and your senses can change and alter. And there, it's, it's literal perception. Because your brain is perceiving the world around us. Mm-hmm. And... Taking the information in. And if one of your systems is just a little bit off, I feel like it can alter your perception pretty severely. I mean, just think about things like neurological disorders and like Alzheimer's. Yeah. You know, their, their brain is perceiving the same world that I'm in, but they're living a whole different life. Mm-hmm. Because their, their senses are altered. So our brains are easily fooled, I think. But I, don't I would agree can, with that. I don't I, trust I think them all that, that much. <laughs> Well, I think that's where reflection becomes so important and getting assistance. Like we've said a thousand times, I wish everybody was born with a counselor, somebody to help you understand yourself and to help you navigate the world around you. And I think that's important is getting the assistance you need, self-reflection, finding ways to grow yourself and expand your experiences and your knowledge base. And that's why that's so important because the more trained your brain becomes to realize a primal response versus a conscious response 
And what your subconscious is doing in the background of all of that is vital to your success as a human being. Absolutely. And I really think that some of our earliest forms of religion, for example, are based off some self-reflection, whether it's meditation, whether right. it's that you're Catholic and you go talk to your priest. Mm -hmm. because Confession. That's, yes, because wh whether no matter how you look at it, you're bouncing your life off of somebody else. Yeah. You know, and sometimes you don't even need them to speak back to you. Just just to hear you say it out loud and, you know, just what little words they have to offer. Talking to your dog. <laughs> yes. And, I, you know, I just think that sometimes we think we have all these brand new fun ideas and they're just recycled. <laughs> they really are. They really it are. It really is. And, but it's exciting to realize how that fits into your world. And, you know, what's really exciting, too, is when you, when you start to look at those different modalities or practices and you think about so kneeling and praying for instance anytime you think of prayer position in a christian society you picture somebody kneeling praying and their hands crossed in front of them right so the act of that or sitting and meditating when you picture somebody meditating you picture them sitting usually indian style where their legs crossed over one another one on top of the other, and they're holding their, you know, hands together and their fingers. I'm trying to show you guys, you can't see me. And their fingers yeah. are touching in some way or another, you know, and their eyes are closed. So you have this position and you have this, this practice that occurs. And think about how nostalgic that is when you think of the people for years, hundreds, thousands of years, that would get in that same position to do the exact same thing you're doing, to find meaning in life, to find peace in life, to find love, to find forgiveness, to find whatever it is they're searching for. And how cool is that to be part of something that somebody thousands of years ago did? Exactly. It's just the same. And you know, it never is irrelevant. No. It'll never be irrelevant. I mean, thousands of years from no. now, People are going to be mimicking the same the same ways that we yeah. and they may and they're connect. probably going to pick up some new things just like we have along the years the decades the centuries, but yeah, it's really I, cool to think it's just something cool that you can think that I share this with an ancient ancestor of mine. Uh huh. That is something that and we you share still it have. with a future ancestor. Yes, and it's just I don't know. It's just it's just cool. Yeah. That's, well, that's what makes us immortal. Yeah. That and that and in my opinion. Doing nice things for other people. Okay. Because when you do nice things for other people, you elicit a feeling from them of joy, of gratefulness, of of whatever. Um, sometimes embarrassment. Maybe they didn't think they wanted help or, you know, whatever the case may be. But either way, your good deeds go. I, I would agree with that. And, and in my belief system, you know, what you do is energy. And energy cannot be created nor destroyed, right? It's just moving So you out. are cycling that energy from previous tasks, from previous people, from yourself, and mustering up your own energy, and you're giving that off to someone else. Yes. And then they get to, or somebody later on the road, down the road gets that energy. And emotions are the same way as far as, I mean, you elicit a vibration and that energy never, it may be repurposed and it may be stagnant 
and become potential energy, but it's always there. Yes, it is. And there's a few people that I truly believe are gifted enough to be able to take this kind of energy and shift it into a better energy. Mm-hmm. I mean, have you... You know people that can just take negatives, negatives, negatives. A friend of mine that just passed away, she had an amazing gift. And I don't even know that she realized that she had this gift because anybody can be negative or sad or just... And somehow she could spin the energy in the room into a positive. Like she would just absorb that negative energy and it would just spill out of her with a big smile and some happiness. And she could redirect and it wouldn't matter. I could be the one. I could be the one that was angry about something. And you could be around her and she would absorb that anger and just push out just this, you know what? It is a beautiful day. Look at that. I mean, to me, it's just amazing to see it in action. And we can do it the other way, too. You could come up, oh, it's a beautiful day. Well, what's so beautiful about it? And suck somebody's joy right out of them. And then I can spread that to person to person. Mm -hmm. And that's why I do say, like I said, I feel like meaning and purpose can be doing nice things. Because sometimes by doing nice things, like I'm getting ready to do a benefit. And I have done... Some work on this benefit. I've collected donations. I've made flyer. I've done. I've done some work. Do you know who else has done work? Oh shit! Ton of people. Because I feel like the energy that I'm putting forth into it has inspired other people to want to help people. And even if they don't want to help with this specific thing, they might get inspired to help with something else. And all those things, I feel like that's my purpose in life personally. And in turn, that comes back to you too, because. I would imagine doing the benefits that you do and helping and running and going, plus your own full-time job and family needs and personal needs on top of all of that, it can be tiresome. But how, how rejuvenating is it to see other people put in the same effort that you put in and to see that you're not alone and to it's kind like of gain fuel. some of that energy back? It is. It's like fuel. Like when I see that, that my efforts, it's not that I want attention for the efforts. I want to see people taking that and, and passing it forward mm-hmm. and, and just going and moving forward with it. And to see that happen is fuel for me. Yeah. Because I know that I may have helped one person, but that one person helped one person. And that person maybe helped two people. But either way, that that positive energy just keeps flowing. And, and people are just doing nice things for each other. It's easy to be dismissive. It's easy to, to go in your house and it's not my problem. That's easy. Yeah. Or what if I do this and they, they get this money and they spend it on something they didn't need. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> and I know that sounds stupid. You know, that, that was one of the things we talked about, I think, in a previous podcast. My thought on it is always do the good deed because it shows your character. Don't worry about the response of the other person. That shows their character. Exactly. You know, if you stop and you give somebody $10 that you think needs it, and they go buy a tall boy and a pack of cigarettes with it. Not my concern. That's, that's, it, not that I care if you buy it. Yeah. I personally don't care, but some people might. Yeah. If I give you money, they, oh, buy I give food. it to you for that. Right. But I personally don't care if that's, it's that, if that's and your you priority that and it gives you need. meaning that day or purpose that, that day. That may have been your need. It's it may have business. been. But so. or if you take that money and you go buy drugs, I that's your character. That's your life. My life is what I've done. My exactly. life is what I've reached out to help with and my intentions. Exactly. And don't get you me know? wrong, if, if I disagree with something in general, I'm not gonna 
I'm not going to jump on some bandwagon. Yeah. And then get, now, don't call me and say I don't have money for my rent. Can you give me, t- you know, twenty bucks for a twelve pack? We might have a little bit different yeah. of a scenario. Yeah. But I will definitely help you pay your rent. Tell me exactly. where to send it. Exactly. But well, and just you know, I don't care what you're doing, but I may not. I may not jump on board with helping you. Yeah. As I always. might buy you a twelve pack. If I you probably call me. Would. I probably I would. Because <laughs> if you if you call me, so I just really need a twelve pack. I'm like I'm really having a rough me. time. Yeah. I need really some beer. Okay. So. But I just mean I'm not going to go and solicit money from other people if they disagree. Because I do ask a lot of people for donations. Yeah. And I'm always up front with what I want the donation for. And, mm-hmm. and then I use that donation for what I... I imagine that's pretty complicated, though, and hard, you know. But think about all the people you're giving meaning and purpose to that say yes. Oh, absolutely. You know? And they get to, and they they feel, get to do something yeah. else. And it also drives business to their right to their business. If, you know, yeah. if you own a business and you give me a gift certificate, well, somebody's coming there. They're going to see how awesome your business is and how generous yeah. you are. They're going to spend money there. And then you'll be fruitful and I've done two nice things. So we're going to jump back to meaning and purpose because okay. we're coming to an end towards the end of the podcast and we still have outside of the box to do. So here's my here's my challenge question to you for our show today. If your kids come to you and they're like, I, I need to I need help finding meaning and purpose, how do you what how do you answer that? Or mom, what is meaning and purpose? What is what is that and how do I find it? What's your answer to that? Well, my answer to that would be to say that's a great question. It is a great question. I feel like everybody has to seek their own meaning and purpose, and they have to do it in their way of, they have to meditate, they have to speak to their counselor, they have to speak to their mom. Mm -hmm. You know, like what makes you happy? Because I do feel like your meaning should make you happy. I'm not saying it makes you happy all the time. Sometimes it's hard and frustrating. Mm -hmm. But is it worth the hard and frustrating? Like if you do it at the end of the day, like I said, I've been working my butt off at the end of the day. Was all that worth it? If I can still say yes, then I truly believe it's my purpose. Okay. What do you say? So this kind of goes into outside of the box. So I'm going to go ahead and jump in. We'll call that the segment. Dual. So when I think of meaning and purpose, I think of, one, what brings you happiness, but also what drives you to move forward, you know, and to... Release the old energy, release the old things, release, you know, what, what drives you to move forward after grief, you know, to carry that grief with you because you know, you never let go of it. Your losses are always with you. They're going to come back. It's just a matter of how they progress as you progress, right? So what drives you? Despite the hardship, despite the grief that you've experienced in in your life, despite the trauma, what drives you to keep moving forward and find joy? So I guess we're pretty much saying the same thing. So outside of the box thinking, just for some thoughts, when I think of my meaning and purpose, I sit and I think about what do I daydream about? So if I daydream... If I daydream, Amanda, I have to pause. Amanda's looking at our uh, lights outside. The The motion sensor came on. It's probably a rabbit or uh armadillo. <laughs> or is there a car there? It's a car. 
Oh, oh, the dogs are going to start barking. So, um, my telepathy is not working. Yeah, I'm, I gotcha. <laughs> okay, so I was totally wrong, guys. I had to pause it for a minute and um, see, we had a delivery, and Amanda was trying to tell me the dogs were going to bark. <laughs> so, anyway, um, so back to outside of the box thinking for meaning and purpose. So, when I think about my meaning and purpose now, which this was not always the case, but I think about what I think about when I daydream. Not, you know, some of us will daydream and have like, um, I don't want to call them premonitions, but anxiety. You're, you're projecting what you think could happen and it causes a negative feeling. When I'm talking about daydreaming, I'm talking about what you want your life to look like, how you want things to pan out what you want to be doing, what you would rather be doing. I think about what, whatever, or when you have a complete day to do anything and everything you want and you have any option in the world, no restrictions, what would you do? And to me, that should align with your purpose and meaning. Now, does it mean that that's your only purpose and meaning? If you if your daydream is to cure cancer and you're always thinking about ways you can improve your science and your research and what in your medicine practice, whatever that may be, and then you sit and you daydream or you decide you have a full day to do whatever you want, no limits, and you go to Cabo. Yeah, that's that's okay. That's yeah, meaning and you purpose. Can take a break. Yeah. You don't have to have one thing that's meaning and purpose. So so if you could do anything and you did it repetitively throughout your life and it brought you happiness and joy what would that be and I would suggest writing a list of 10 to 20 things that if you could do or accomplish would bring you so much joy and that joy would push you forward and give you momentum then write those 10 to 15 items, 10 to 20 items down. It doesn't matter how many, at least 10. And then as you read through those items, pick one that if you could do it right now in this moment, no limits, no money is an issue, what would it be? And you start working towards that. And you are bound to find meaning and purpose in life. You know? Does that make sense? It absolutely does. So... And then after you find that, or as you're working on finding that, working on achieving that, working on getting there, whatever it may be, even if it's folding the socks or matching the socks, as you're working towards that or after you achieve it, you add another item from your list and another item from your list. Because meaning and purpose is not equivalent to what you're going to be when you grow up. No, it's not. And your meaning and purpose can genuinely just be to make your life more comfortable for yourself. It could be as simple as I have no other meaning and purpose other than to love my spouse and enjoy my life with them. And that's okay. Yeah, there's there's no wrong you know, answer. It doesn't have to be academic. It doesn't have to be scientific. It doesn't have to be spiritual. Yeah. It can be something from all realms of your life. It could be to be but, a good mother. Right. I mean, that's that's a great, yeah. that's a great purpose. Start with 10 to 20 items, tasks, goals, whatever you want to call them, that if you could have them, things that you daydream about, you know, like the podcast, for instance, I daydream about the podcast all the time, yeah. wow. how I want it to look, how I want it to be. 
And if I put that on my list and I make it happen, which it is happening, not as fast as I'd like it to, Amen. but it is happening. And I do that, then I'm bound to find my meaning and purpose. And if you find that you put something on your list that no longer serves you or finds you joy, what do you do with it? Scratch it out. Scratch it out. And if it's something you have to add some finesse to get out of, start that finesse. Yep. Get get your get it on your list as I want out of this, and make it happen. Yep. And you're but you're bound to find not everything you put on the list is going to find is going to be put into the category of meaning and purpose. But I guarantee you, if you continuously do that, you are going to find some meaning and purpose. And you got to have it because when you get older, just as a geriatric note here, a geriatric practitioner. People who consistently find meaning and purpose in life have better quality of life as they age. And I would venture to say, I don't know the data on it, but in my experience, I would say they have longevity of life too. I think I can get on board with that. You know, and maybe it's just longevity as far as their conditions can take them, but they have better outcomes, period. Regardless of whether that's longevity or not, there is quality there. Yes, which is, in my opinion, for me, more important. Yeah. So we'd like to leave you guys on that note, and we hope that you will listen to our next episode, and we're glad to be back. Thank you. Have a great day. That was awkward. Y'all have a great day. <laughs>